podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Bimla's your aunt. There you go. Like really, guys. I mean, think about it. 
Last season, City were on top pretty much all the way through, right? Before that, Chelsea were on top all the way through. Even though it was really, really tight, like they could have, a, as Klopp would say, they had a 13 to 14 match winning streak, if not even longer, and they still couldn't pull away. But they were consistently there on top. I think after we they after we pissed on their parade at uh, Stamford Bridge, they went on a march and they kept on going. Season before that, who was it? Was it um, City again, right? Or then you go to back to Mourinho's season as well. It just seems Leicester, to be Leicester, was it? Leicester, sorry, yeah, Leicester. Leicester grounded out with one nils, one two ones, and all this kind of stuff. You know, they just they just kept on going, and there's not. And it gets to the point where there's no real competition then because you've be gone just so far. No, but that done. year, by everyone was shit. Yeah, they it's got stuck a fa- oh, but Look man. at the year before when Maureen fucking won it. Yeah, it was. It's happened. It's only our yeah. luck that we get the season where I bet yeah. We do like some record breaking breaking shit for a Liverpool team, but everybody else is fucking breaking records of their own. That's the problem. Remember the city, the city season. We yep. could have, we would have won the league in what? I mean, there were stats going around at the time, the last five or six years or something. Out of the, I don't know, three, maybe six or seven years out of the last ten or something. That points total would have won the league, and it's just like that's just our luck. That city was that good that year. Let's hope there's no. None of that this year, and that the other teams do have some, you know, worrying times because we're going to need uh, all the help we can get. You know what, Gags? Though, you, if you go back a few seasons, we nearly did it. We nearly did it. You know, sixteen, seventeen, we started off really, really strongly. The few draws along the way, granted, but we were going really, really well. And then we decided to have an international break, go to fucking Bournemouth, or Tessia People go to Bournemouth to go to the beach. We went to Bournemouth to say piss off to the beach and get beaten after being well and truly ahead in the game and losing 4-3. Thanks to some little midget that wanted to be Shakiri but never could be and scored lots of goals against us. Truth be told, let's face it. Let's call it was 3-3, three, three, right? It was 4-3, man. They won right at the end. Yeah, they did. They no, won right, right at the end. Trust me, that was the most annoying journey. Second most annoying journey back from a football match for a long time. Yeah, I remember. Oh, well. Yeah. You know what? What can you do? Nin, what do you think? Is it too early to say anything? I think uh, Baji's really summarised that really, really well. One thing I will say, though, is um, things that are really, really pleasing to me is the fact that, you know, we've we've conceded one goal. We've we've got maximum points on the board. We're doing everything that we can. And my brother-in-law, the, the United supporter, was um, talking about us. And he turned around and he goes, yeah, but you're playing dead shit. And I just looked at him and I was like, and how many seasons have you won the league where you played like diarrhea? Isn't that a sign of a great team? Like this Liverpool team will get better and it will progress and it will gel as the games sort of progress. We know that. The fact that Liverpool have got maximum points so early on and not even like getting out of second gear, to me, that is like a massive, massive plus. And I love the fact that they actually have nothing to... I, I actually, one thing that I find pleasing is the fact that people are just, like, thinking, oh, shit about us. And I think... I mean, I've never been a Liverpool supporter where there was a fear factor in the league about Liverpool, if that makes sense. I'm sure you guys are familiar with it. Because, obviously, you know, you, you spotted them when they were in their pump and they were winning leagues. I've never had that feeling. And it's the I first... I Rafa, Rafa bought a little bit, you know. A little bit of that, but not, like... Rafa did I mean Rafa was like in my opinion like we were kind of like not only we were more of a force in Europe in my opinion 
I always felt like under Rafa Benitez, I don't know how you guys felt, but under Rafa Benitez, I always kind of felt like, oh, there's United, oh, there's Chelsea with Mourinho or whatever. I always felt like we were always kind of second fiddle to them teams or third fiddle. But in Europe, I felt Rafa Benitez was the dog's bollocks. I'll be honest, I did. I thought his teams could beat anyone on their day. I just feel like this Liverpool team is going to get better. And the fact that they're not playing great and they're still getting wins, I feel like there's a there's an element of maturity and like lessons learned from previous, should we say. Interesting. I'm, I mean, I, I personally think there's there's too, too long a way to go yet. It's, it's only four games. But the fact that it's the first time we've done this since the year that Kenny left, you know, I mean, that, that team won eight in a row at the start of the season. It just shows how good that team was. And when he left, the results went down down the toilet. So, I mean, obviously, Touchwood, nothing's going to happen like that this season. We clap, I hope. <laughs> but if we could get anywhere near a run like that. To Kenny on with, AI Pro is a good omen, though. <laughs> yes, it is a very good omen. So imagine that if we, if we get to ask him a question about, oh, look, Klopp's just gone nine in a row. It would be beautiful, but, you know, let's not get too ahead of having ourselves. More than, you know? Having more than one dog leash on a pod is a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, of course yeah, it is. Really, it's really, you know, bolster up the numbers. <laughs> it, it is. It's amazing. So I, and, I, one, and one fake Scotsman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a few Dessies on there, don't we? Really? Pseudo Scotch. <laughs> He, he, I, I, Eddie's done the McLaren on his people. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's talking in Scottish, isn't he? All right, anyway, um, yeah, in my, in my opinion, it's way too early to say anything. Um, four out of four, though, is impressive, especially like Nina said, where you're not you're not even in top gear yet. You're, you're just kind of ambling and you're, you're making stuff hard for yourself, especially Alison, you know. Um, in that game, but but overall, if you look at it, everyone's looked pretty good. Everyone's looked, um, you know, like they're doing their job. There's been there's been signs of the front three clicking and they're finishing when they take the chances. Great. Uh, there were signs of the midfield in a couple of games that it was good. Yes, the last one wasn't as good. Um, there's been signs of the defense being top quality. Um, you know, there's been obviously signs where it's not been as well. But overall, when you're letting one goal. Ugh. And then, to be fair, with apart from that one thing that he did, Alisson has looked pretty special, hasn't he? And you know what? Let's move on because we've got a big game coming up um, next weekend. Um, you know, I hate them. You know, Baji doesn't like them. Watford beat them. But Tottenham Hotspur, their striker would claim, you know, would claim your last glove, German, if it meant he could say he had one more than you have. Hadi Khan... <laughs> what a fudu <laughs> Mochi Pochiwala will want to bounce back and we all remember what happened last time we went there in fact you know we don't want to remember it we want to forget it it's like the car crash you don't want to replay their stadium is being done by good their uncle's builders it's taking absolutely ages so next week next week finish really means next year you know that that is what indian builders do by the way sorry if you don't get it i know there's lots of you that aren't desi uh, when we say indian builders it means I, I do want to put the caveat in there there are some very good desi oh, builders yes. out there oh, who this is are the, fantastic this is the worth their weight in gold 
they keep to their word is just fucking unfortunate. Not a lot of you exist. But Bardu's <laughs> wanting to piss off his builder here who listens to the show. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> will it be Bemley Bedlam for the boys in purple or grey? Or will Spurs go marching into us? And will we leave feeling blue, Nin? Oh, you know, um, just like you don't really like Spurs, I'm still pretty much psychologically scarred from what happened last season. Um, wasn't the best, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest concerns, and it has to be the simple fact that um, it's the first game back from international week. I felt like we were in to quote Klopp in a very good in a very good moment, and I feel like the international break has kind of um, ruined, you know, might have actually ruined that rhythm and that flow and that the team cohesion of them being together. I also feel like the twelve thirty kickoff. I mean, I know, I know we're not good at twelve thirty kickoffs, but we did it. You know, we we managed to um, break that curse against Leicester City. But I feel like this one might be slightly tricky and different. Also, the Brazil boys won't they be coming in quite later than everyone else? Yeah, but I think uh, like on under pressure, like Sai said, he's Klopp's played Bobby. You know, a day. 26, 26 hours after mm-hmm. he arrived before. Oh, okay. And he's been fine. And, and Alisson's a keeper, so we should, you know, we should be, and Fab's not been playing anyway. Don't just call but, him a keeper. Boy likes to use his feet as well. Oh, well, I don't think he will be now. <laughs> At Bemberley, he's going to be smashing it out. What? Yeah, yeah, it's very true. I mean, those are my sort of um, um red flags, you know, like the early kickoff straight after International Week and stuff like to me those are my concerns. I wanna hear what you guys say. Um it'd be interesting. Um having said that, in terms of quality, I think we have it. Um I think it's absolutely important as well that obviously no injuries, I think we all want that. No injuries, we want full healthy squad straight back to us. And um I, I feel like, you know, they are you know, they they are absolutely beatable. I find them a very strange side because like, you know, beating Manchester United and then losing to Watford, it's almost like a Jacqueline Hill can um um Jackal Jacqueline Hill. What the fuck am I on? Jackal and Hyde sort of um performances there in, in the two. So I'm I'm really intrigued to see what Spurs turn up for them as well, because they'll have loads of players on international duty as well. Yeah, and uh, it'll it'll be Spurs, you know, playing their first challenge, really. I think United weren't really that much of a challenge. Although I thought United did them, did them over in the first, first half. half if, yeah. if, they, if they play like that again, and they play that like that against us, and we've got our shooting boots on, it could be pretty much over at half time for them. And I hope they do, to be honest, because them boys need another stuffing. They're 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 so overrated by some, so overrated personally. Anyway, I don't I don't like them. Um, they are the epitome of. You know, nosebleeds. They get nosebleeds so bad. Like this, this, this stat about the most consistent team in three years. Oh my god! Like they fucking won nothing in three years. Then they've done nothing in three years. So what? What's the big deal? What? What have they done? They finished second each time, third each time. It's 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 it means nothing. They've achieved the same as us the last two years. Can I, just, can I just say something as well? I mean, I really like Maurizio Pochettino. I think he's a very progressive manager. Um, I think, you know, he, he's done a lot of good at Spurs. But he didn't he come to um, Spurs in 2014-15 season? Yeah, it's been a while. It's yeah, it's been, been a, while. it's been a while. And he's assembled a good squad and he spent some decent money, I think. And, you know, he not has... Not this summer. No, not, yeah. not, not this summer, but I'm talking about his whole tenure. Yeah, And yeah. I... I'm, I'm really interested to see when are people going to start 
questioning him in terms of well, what have you won considering the money you've spent previously because I feel like all the managers get beaten with that stick a fair bit sorry just um, I needed to get that off my chest yeah no, it's, that, a fair... I, it's a fair point go for it Bungie. yeah it's a fair point what has he done today to make himself feel proud as our good old Heather Small Panji would say from Manchester what has he done He's challenged. He's challenged until the last five weeks or four weeks. All his spurs can finish third in a two-horse race. Remember when Leicester? <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally. Oh, that was funny. Totally. Totally. She's nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. What has he won? Nothing. What's he achieved? He got them into the Champions League consistently. He's done at Arsenal Wenger. But then that's what we wanted as well, to some degree. We wanted that consistency of being in the Champions League. But at least we fucking went to the final. Exactly, exactly. We were within touching You know touching what? This, this fucking for, false attitude of theirs that there's something superlative. They're not. They can't even fucking finish a toilet bowl. For fuck's sake. Do you know what? I'll tell you straight, Gags. I've had a word with good day of uncle. Yeah, I spoke to a good day of uncle. <laughs> he doesn't know what I'm chatting about. He goes, all oh, the Torah Bashab settings being done. It happened ages ago. Now Daniel Levy says that he wants something special. He wants special tutti with flexi pipe for cleaning downstairs properly. He doesn't want anybody at the ground doing any of the chitra scratching because the two ply because the two ply paper failed on them. Baji, do you have any kind of conspiracy? I love a conspiracy theory that they moved it after we started well and they were like, oh shit, we don't want to lose to this lot on our first day at home. No, <laughs> there, it's, not even, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even a conspiracy theory. It's simple things, man. Look, they haven't finished on time because they project plan shit. They, they, if you have scope creep, you ain't going to finish on time. It doesn't matter which project methodology you follow. You, you do your scope creep, you will fuck up. You did the scope creep on the toilet thingy. I'll be up, you know, now you can go and ride it. But seriously, Tottenham have historically always wanted to play as toe-to-toe, right? Went away from home. So my hope is they will fucking pulverise them. Look, it's going to start from in the build-up. They're in the tunnels. The Dakar twig Larice will see a big rock like Alisson. Because Larice will be right at the front. Right at the front because he's the captain, right? Who's our captain? It'll be Henderson or Milner, if they, depending on which one's starting. Who's going to be right behind him, Alisson? He's going to see him straight away. He's going to be eyeing up the keeper and have shitting himself, like thinking, fuck, this guy's twice the size of me. Hadi Khan's going to look there and go, I've got to get past you. Dele, got big Dele Ali, is going to look at them and go, oh shit. Good. Good. Shit yourselves. Do you know what? I hope we fucking smash them. I hate them. Fucking, I want to sing a Nabiwala song and Andy Robbo. I want to laugh at Harry Khan. I want to see all these fuckers suffer like they suffered at the hands of Zod. I want Tremenda to fucking jump on a horse, ride at them with two bandukes across his shoulder, leave them feeling blue like their cutches. I have visions, I'm telling you, Jags, of Joe Gomez doing high-speed Royal Delap specials aimed at Larissa's Toto and Hugo getting bamboozled as Alduar is left, pasta hanging as Bajil powers it home for five fucking nil. What the fuck have Spurs done? Anybody tell me. I don't give a fuck who's listening, from what pod, from which area, uh, come at me. Come at me. What have Spurs done? What have you done? No, which they, they, which finals good, have they, they got to? No, they've only built, they've built a good squad. That's what they've done. Like, that is true. That is true. They've built a good squad. And people love that squad. But I kind of find the disrespect to our squad and the over-loving but of their squad. It's a squad, squad that's not even that, got to a fucking final yet. 
It's a squad no. that hasn't even achieved being top of the league. No. Are they? Are, were they top of the league? No. When? When? Seems, no, they probably weren't. No. No. When would? When were? When have Spurs ever been? When have you ever sat there and gone, Spurs fucking on top of the league? Yeah, only at the start of a season, maybe the first few weeks. That's 1987. it. Nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like so, just when you were born. Stupid cow. What? The what when Hoddle and Waddle were singing Diamond Lights. <laughs> Drinking diamond. Water. Well, you know what? I will say one thing on Spurs. I love that um, Aussie's gone to Wembley. His knees are gone old. Wembley, come on, you Spurs. You know the Aussie Adidas song. Yeah. I used to like that. Oh, <laughs> my Aussie God. Adidas. On a side note, Aussie Adidas, fabulous player. He was. He was a bit he before is. your time. Uh, and then to get and, and then to give him, you know, companionship, they got Ricky Villa. Yeah, we and we smashed him. It was great. Indeed. Him. Absolutely. That, but yeah, you know, that... I, I don't get this um, entitlement almost that Tottenham, Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur have. I think that's what grates at me. They probably think the same about us. They do. They all think, what's the rivalry? There's no rivalry between Liverpool and Tottenham. Well, exactly. Because, you know, it's not really comparative. It's, there's no comparison there. No. And, yeah. and like, like Historically, said, at one, one point, Gags, over a 10-year period, there were as many managers as we had trophies. Yeah. At one point, since the turn of the fucking century. Shut up. Honestly, Spurs, shut up. Seriously. Th- th- there isn't a comparison. We don't compare ourselves to you. If you feel the need to compare yourselves to us, yeah, that's a bit like trying to look at somebody else's willy in the toilets. And you guys seem to like toilets, hence you fucking designed your stadium like one. Bravo <laughs> you. Like, listen, at the end of the day, they tried to compare, but four Champions League finals since the turn of the century, right, for us. Yeah? Yep. Is it four? No, three. Three. Three and then a Europa. Three and a yes. Europa. Oh, shit. No, we did it. And, and then it's 2001. Five. five. It's five finals. It's, it's, five it's years. Mate, that's something. That's something, right? You have to say that if you're a club, that you're upper echelons, if you get to five out of 18 European finals, come on, in five seasons, you know, out of the 18 seasons, let's say the, this is the 18th. That's not bad going, man. I mean, Nin, would you agree? I absolutely agree, of course. Um, I don't even, can I just, I just don't compare us to them. I know they like to make that comparison. I know the media like to as well. They're seen as the darlings as well. We're seen A lot of as, English players as yeah, well, aren't they? Yeah, and, and, I, and I get why that narrative is really, really conveyed and, you know, it's really over the top. But for me, there's no comparison. And I'm not just saying it as a Liverpool supporter. Even if I was a neutral looking on the in, I look at, I look at, I look at the progression that we've made, and I'm just going to speak about mine. Just I look at the progression under Jurgen Klopp. He's made three fucking finals. You, do you know in 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 half the time that Pochettino's been there, and actually has, in my opinion, is on his way to um, make more of a difference with um, you know, the, the kind of squad that he's assembling. In my humble opinion. In my humble opinion, they got their blue Gachigilli when they got overexcited about playing Juventus. And then that blue Gachigilli got badly sad because it was blue Gachigilli that was wet because of the rain because they got beat by Juventus after that. Yeah, I think... Do you remember how it's just the press loving? You know, we demolished Porto on their ground 5-0. Five, yeah? People don't go to Porto and go and smash Porto at their ground 5-0. These guys, oh my God, Harry Kane, oh my God, Tottenham, oh, oh my God, Harry, oh, oh, so fabulous, oh, Harry Kane, oh, fuck off. Which Juventus player goes, we knew that they were bottle jobs. We went, I we can't remember, but one of them said it, I think it was Chiellini, you know, he goes, we weren't yeah, worried yeah, that yeah, they yeah, drew, 
uh, we weren't worried that they they drew um in you know um to us at home because we we know that they have a tendency to crumble. Fucking crazy that it's it, you know what when professional fellow professionals know your bottle jobs it's trouble. I think with Liverpool we need to carry on building this steel that we seem to have found in the first four games. We need to go there and we need to really put last season's result right. Yep. Okay, that's our aim is to put on a show, really. Not a show, but a good performance. It needs a good a performance. Response. Yeah, and, you know, we went everywhere. And we, apart from Old Trafford, where we, 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 you know, the tactics are negative and they did us in again. We've been to everywhere, pretty much, I think, with Klopp and done well. You know, we've been to Stamford Bridge and won. We've been to the Emirates and won. We've... Um, what, this well, is the last bastion. You know, at Etihad, we've, we've won. You know, this is the only probably place at Spurs that we haven't actually had a, a great, great performance. Maybe his first game, but that that's it, really. You know what I mean? So we we need to we need to do something here. We need to show them, and I really hope this is. The I think a lot of people will be convinced this is a big first game. This is a big this is the big first game for us. I know Leicester was big, but this is the first big game for us. And if we get past this and we win it, I think a lot of people will start believing. Mm-hmm. I really do. Right. Okay. Let's move on to the curveball. Um, there's a couple, really. What I wanted to firstly talk about was uh, this throw-in coach, uh, Thomas Grunmark, is it? And um, Baji, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask your thoughts on on Liverpool as a club and club bringing in somebody like this. What What are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are really simplistic. Do you know what? Life is hard. If you can make it ever so slightly easier, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? People got the, are in a bit of a hissy fit about a throwing coach. Yeah? And he talks about it. There's a really good interview on the BBC website about it in regards to the three types of um, throw-ins that he, uh, he teaches. Yeah, you're like, all right, great, this kind of makes sense to me. And he goes, Klopp contacted him, he liked, you know, they had a conversation and pretty much they were on the same page almost instantaneously. And that's it, Jalameri Bay, he got a contract to come to Liverpool to, to teach a few things. Now, seeing it up close and personal in regards to Joe Gomez launching it, I mean, I'm saying it's like a fucking rocket launcher going into Leicester box in front of my eyes. Oh, all right, <laughs> this is interesting. But just the power gags. You know, the, sh- the sheer power. The second was... one landed in the fucking six-yard box or near yeah. it. <laughs> it's just like it. a bullet. It's like, Fiam! you know, like something out of a cartoon. Even yeah. airplanes didn't expect it. <laughs> no, they weren't. They weren't expecting it at all. Had they been, they could have got onto a spill. Yeah. And if they got into a spill and, you know, and everyone's in a bit of a, a daze as to what the hell's going on here, could have scored. Could have yeah, scored. And because I listened to Under Pressure, hello, Simon Brundish. I know you're probably not listening, but I'm sure this will get back to you. And the whole thing about, yeah, um, Joel Matip coming on and why does Joe Gomez get put more forward and all this kind of stuff and the aerial duel stuff. I love the fact that Darth Kenny obviously put things right in regards to statistics. Also, the sheer fact that I f- nobody mentioned the fact that you guys spoke to somebody from Charlton previous Charlton coach remember oh, we did we did we did we did mention yeah. it uh, Darth said it he said uh, there's been previous historically he's had issues in regards to judging the flight of the ball as it's landing yeah. I, I, you know what if Joe Gomez goes forward to do throws like that I don't give a fuck who's at the back anymore at that point in time if you've got five minutes to go and you're doing that on the other side of the pitch stay there <laughs> stay outside the pitch no problems because something could come of that 
see, the thing is, if you're going to start employing tactics like this, that's when a player like Fabinho comes in handy because he sits there at the back, you know? He sits there, and, and that's why it's more shocking that he's not... But maybe that's the plan in the future and, when these things also, start developing. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm all for it. I've hated our fucking throw-ins for years. I've said it on this pod year after year after year oh, after. Oh, we're so mm. bloody slow in organising ourselves. The other team has got ready, got his deck chairs out, had a cup of tea, and gone, right, are you going to throw the ball yet, mate? I've never really been asked, but you know where they're going to start getting really good? Shall I be honest with you? They're going to start getting really good where... Uh, when, sorry, there's those situations where someone's made a, a last-ditch tackle and tackled one of our players on the edge, yeah? And then Trent's sprinting to the ball and Mo's making a run off that guy that's fallen down and there's space in behind. Those are the type of situations where the throw-ins will come in handy. Sharp, flat, no loopy bollocks, straight to the feet where it can be controlled. That type of throw-in is what, is, is what I think they're going to start working on. It's not... I think people have it pictured that it's going to be only these throw-ins that are from like a corner or something. No, it's not going to be just them. It's trying to use your throw-in as a pass into a runner, into something, you know, there's, it's going to be tactical. It, you don't get a coaching just for just for long throws in terms Indeed. of... It's got to be all these little things that you've not even thought about yet. Tell Andy Gray that. Oh, he's a twat. What a fucking dinosaur. Get the fuck out of here. He is. He's an absolute fucking joke. What a absolute fucking joke. Did you see how he was behaving as well? Pulling his jacket in every two seconds. I wanted to turn up, slap him one in the face, rip his jacket off and stamp on it. Fuck it. That's because his jacket don't fit because he's that fat. Fucking idiot. Honestly, and the guy who was with him, I don't know who it was. It was, the, his, it was his, wasn't it his partner in crime? No, no, not Keys. Keys was just asking the questions, but as the other guy that the guest was, he was being smarmy like a little fuck as well. You know what? When you actually commentate on one of those that we score off, yeah, I'd like to see your face then, Andy fucking shitty. Grey, you bastard. Fucking does my head in blue shite. Very, very primitive. Sorry. Very, very primitive views. I have to ex, agree. Ex-Villa as well. I fucking, if there's anyone I would hate the most, it'd be that twat. You yeah. know, ex-Villa, ex-Everton. Jesus Christ. Can't get any worse. We're sorry. Okay, I'll stop swearing and uh, ranting about Andy Gray. Nina, you just, you just <laughs> drove me fucking mental. No, but the point is, there's more to this, you know. Don't just think about it as such a, uh, as a, as a, with a closed mind. There's, there's lots of clever things they can do with throw-ins. If the, if the fullbacks and the people that are going to take these throw-ins are on the ball, and uh, they've got, they've got length and they've got power in their, in their throw, it's, a, it could be unbelievable. It could be an unbelievable and very difficult to defend. So, Nin, your thoughts? Anything to add? I can't really add anything more onto that. But one thing I will say is I met those, I met those throw-ins that Baji was speaking about. I mean, yep, they're very tactical. And, uh, you know, I think he's right. I think we've been really sort of shitting when it comes to throw-ins and things. I don't think we've been very creative or we've had any ideas. So it's great to have this coaching. One thing I will say, though, with those um, sort of Rory the Lap sort of S kind of throws, um, uh, Joe Gomez, you can't miss arm day. Like you, you need to keep working on those biceps. I want to do. I want someone to do that Iranian player one. Oh shit! Yes, please. I want that coach. <laughs> that, that would be brilliant. Yeah. Go for the Hollywood eh, Sony. Shakira eh, to do that. Eh, eh, no. <laughs> no, but imagine if Shakira did that for me. Oh my god! It'd be replayed forever. Oh, it'd be so beautiful. Oh man, it just it just be hilarious. No, I think that was one. The other one that I wanted to talk about was the player that I mentioned earlier, um, um Allison. In terms of um what he did, you know, <laughs> what he did and how he lost the ball. 
Um, there's a few things here, Nin. Firstly, what the hell was he doing? Where do you put the blame? Uh, second question on in the same one is going to be, um, you know what? You know what? Let's just go with the first one first because otherwise you'll get confused. I know who's 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 to blame uh, in terms of the whole point of player that part. Should he be doing it there? It started from a series of like sort of um, Henderson passed it to Van Dyke. Van Dyke played him a bit of a rope he passed that was out wide, and uh, mm-hmm. Allison had to run out and get it. It wasn't played directly to his feet. I think Van Dyke had the chance to clear it, and he could have rather than playing it back to his goalkeeper. I also feel like Henderson did not have to pass it to um, the the goalkeeper as well himself. I feel like Allison had enough time to clear it, but um, I felt like he was sort of. Um, like he 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 tried showboating basically and he went horribly wrong. Um, who's to blame in all that? Of course, he, naturally the, the you you will blame uh Allison the keeper because he is like the last player to receive it. He can't pass it any further than him. Personally, it shouldn't have even gone to him, but he's the last player. You, you you're like the last safety measure. Get rid of it. Do I blame him per se? Like, oh, don't do that again. Look. This goalkeeper is a little cocky and he's a little self-assured. We know this. This is why we got him, right? And if you don't like that about his game, and I listen to you under pressure pod, and I have to agree with what the lads have said, if you're not happy with that kind of player that he is, then just stick to Simon Minile if you want Mr. Safe. This guy is that guy. And I feel like maybe he is overdoing it. I don't know. Maybe he is overdoing it. I- I've not watched Roma week in, week out. I can't comment on whether he does this week in, week out. But one thing I will say is, um, maybe, just maybe he's, he's kind of, I, I don't know this for certain, but is it almost trying to justify his sort of price tag as well? Like, hey, you spent this nah. money for me. This is what, I don't know what it is. No, but, but he does like, that every, he did but, that aroma every week. Okay, well then there you go. He is that player. And you know what? You have to love it. Like, like Simon Brunge said on Twitter, I remember reading it. If you were getting excited and giddy about his chip at Brighton, you, do you know what I mean? Not all of them are gonna get. Not all of them are gonna work, right? No. He is gonna make a few boo boos, and he made a boo boo. And you know what? Luckily, it was in a game that didn't cost us too much. Didn't cost us anything. Just a goal, essentially. I, I do. If he is that player and he wants to dance around with the ball and do all those crazy things, that's why we signed him and that's why we bought him. And let's not forget as well, he has produced some amazing saves. I hope this does not become the highlight or or the first thing that people think about when they think of Alisson because that is utterly, absolutely ridiculous. Hmm. Now, Baji, I'll ask you the second question and you can mix it in with the answer to the first. Was it a foul on Alisson though? No, I don't think it was a foul, Alison. A lot of people thinking it was, right? Um, you, uh, Especially I in the Facebook. You know, I thought it was good AI. pressing. I, Guys, really, I thought it was really good pressing. Maybe I, I, I'm not I, I watched rarely, it much. I rarely change my mind from when I'm at the match. So I'm at Leicester away. Guys, know this. I rarely change my mind in regards to something contentious that's happened or, or anything like that, because usually my gut instinct seems to be, to me, the right one. Sometimes I come home, I rewatch the match, I seem to watch one, depending on what time I've got home, watch the first half, go to sleep, wake up the next day at some point, or some point within the week, I'll watch the second half. Um, that's what happened with Leicester. You know, when it happened, I remember straight away going, for fuck's sake, VVD. 
That was my gut sentiment straight away that he put the ball too far to the side of Alisson and Alisson's running out. But then when Alisson got, got it, I thought he would just literally hoof it anywhere. I wasn't expecting him to get all excited and try and do a cross turn. Yeah, I wasn't. And to be fair, from and I challenge anybody on this who's sitting near me, you can't tell that he's trying to do a cross turn. You just kind of see if it gets a bit tackled and, and things have gone horribly wrong after that. Credit he, tries credit a, he tries a cross turn and then he doesn't know where the ball is and he ends up doing a dance <laughs> on the spot he, going he does, wow. he does a spin. <laughs> and that's where the Falcons, in some people's minds, that's where the Falcons, when he turns his back, and he actually comes in and pushes him in the back. It is, it is Arjun Natural, but I just think it's maybe too much. I think people probably just trying uh, to get I think you know what the over elaborating at that point in time was just not needed, right? And he's learned an expensive lesson. Yeah. yeah. Credit where credit is due, he did try and get it back. He raced right back. He nearly got to it as well. And he saved it, that would have been like, Whoa, okay, all right. You don't do that again, but wow, you saved it. He didn't save it, it anyway. In the actual yeah. was this way when he ran back, he would have got it. If because when he was running back, he had to go round in Yacho, right? Mm. <laughs> if, if he wasn't there, he would have saved it. He would have. But think about the number of keepers who would have just put their hands on their head at that point in time. After that all happened and let the ball go in the back of the net, or how many times our defence would have frozen after that moment in time, being in sort of like their own warped microcosm for a period, and all of it gone to shit. Because we've been there. We have been there last season, season before, season before, season before. That massive, massive error from a goalkeeper and everything goes to shit after that for ages. No, we were great. Yeah? At least, you know, okay, what a horrible way to lose your zero error stat. If you're Alisson. What a horrible way to lose. But we didn't lose the match, which is good. We took three points away from Leicester. Leicester always usually a bitch of a tie uh, any point of time of the year. It's yeah, never it's, an easy place it, it, to go to. You're right. The only person who scored against Alisson is pretty much Alisson at this point. Yep. So that's that's what we can hold on to, yeah, and stick to and uh, saving grace. But okay, let's move on. The Shampoo League, as we call it, it's the Champions League. Um, by the time we do this again, we'd have played PSG and possibly Napoli as well, because this is now a monthly show. How excited for the competition are you this season? Will we be able to really sustain a double charge because we want to win the league as much as we want to win big ears? And then the Champions League is your forte. You love that competition. You blimmin', especially the finals. You'll be able to bloody come out with who scored, who won and everything in that. But how's, how's this one going? Are we going to be able to, you know, really sustain a double charge? You know. It's a complete stark contrast from the Champions League from last season, wasn't it? I think that one yeah. must have been. But just... we made a we made a meal of that one. You know, we started off really slow, and I think maybe it was largely down to the fact that you know this squad was relative, well, majorly inexperienced in the Champions League. This was Klopp's first charge of the Champions League last season for us. Uh, we started really slow. It almost felt like as well that like we maybe it was ideal to have that kind of group because. I felt like Liverpool were out of the gears in the groups. Like, you know, we threw away some games, like the three threes and stuff. Like, they were quite frustrating to kind of throw them games away. I feel like this time, we definitely do have a group. And, I mean, like, unfortunately, I'm not one of those that gets to travel away, you know, um, in, in the Champions League um, in the Champions League games. I know, obviously, there is somebody here that, you know, pretty much follows Liverpool home and away like I'm the Australian sort of um, but on, on... it's not my fault that they've got hold of your passport I know man I know you know you shouldn't have done the crime yeah 
And that's all we'll say on the matter. Uh, but anyway, um, as I was saying, I think it's great for the, you know, the traveling supporters to actually go to um, some uh, big, big away games, you know, in, in some iconic cities. And one thing that has been fortunate, because um, guys, we were speaking when the draw was being done and I wanted Group D, you know, when the first two teams were, were out, what was it Lokomotiva, Moscow and Porto? And I was like, right, I want that group. I just want that group, you know, because I kind of thought we're two pretty easy teams. It's it, it's fairly doable. We will be the strongest. But in hindsight, if I look at it, um, I kind of like the fact that Liverpool are going to have to have a challenge. I think as well, we've started the season um, well in terms of winning. I feel like we're a bit more alert. I think, I think we're going to be fine. Do I think we have enough to challenge on both fronts? That is largely and hugely, hugely. I think the squad is good enough. I think we are. I think the team is good enough. The starting eleven. I feel like Klopp has the flexibility to rotate as well, which is advantageous. Injuries is my own, you know, like, and I feel like that is my only sort of like a um, worry factor. I don't, I don't question the quality of the team. They made a final last season. For Christ's sake, we are the most experienced team in that group. And I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I love the fact that we actually have some teams to play for. And I think people can get really excited about the Champions League very, very early on. Are you your thoughts? It's hard, isn't it? You know, when I, when I write these agendas, <laughs> agenda, honestly, Anfield Index, I, I always think, why did I ask this question if I wasn't prepared to answer it myself? And this is the one way I find it really hard to answer. The league was a long, long time ago. And the Champion League, that you know, the Champions League feeling of so much elation gags, only for it to then come crushing around us. I want to erase that memory fast. But the fastest way to do that is to get there again and win it. In my mind, you know, it's a bit like falling off a bike. You get back on and you ride it. Yeah. In this case, for us, do it again, guys. Go to the final again. But this time, come back with big ears. Yeah, I'm desperate now. After Kiev, I am desperate for, in my lifetime, to keep on going to Champions League finals because they're brilliant. The atmosphere, the camaraderie, the, the being in unison with so many people is, is just brilliant. You know, people came from all over the world, congregated in Kiev, and if it had been any other fan base, I doubt they would have made the same trek. I doubt they would have made the same trek. But that's what's special about Liverpool. You know, we'll go out of our way to go and do that again and again and again. They could have had the final, you know, in deepest, darkest Peru, we would have got there. We would have found a way to get there because that's what we do. You know, doing both, I'd love it. Sporty scientists, you know, you know they know whether we can or can't. Simon with his ologies, Dan with his force choking, they can make it happen. Send in the roads, you should laugh them all when it's all done. And he can hold Tandon on his shoulders during the parade. No, I want it all. Who wouldn't want it all? <laughs> Whether we get it all or not, though, Gags, I just don't know. Yet. Yet. No. Every, you know this, Gags. I say this every year. Every season, I am the one who sits there in my mind. I look at all the fixtures and I go, right, we're going to win the league. Until it's impossible for us to win the league, then I go, all right, well, let's just do as good as we can then and hope we qualify for the Champions League. When we're in the Champions League, I sit there and think, all right, we're going to go to the final. I'll plan it. I'll work backwards from the final. All right, okay, great. You know, you do all your bookings, you sort your stuff out. You think, right, what's going to happen in the world? Does anything clash with any birthdays? No. Any major wife birthday? No. Okay, great. 
Is it going to clash with the kids? No, right, okay, take all these ticks in the boxes that you're looking for. Once that's all done, you go, right, can we do it? Can we do it? Why can't we? Why can't we? Nina's nailed it. We are the most experienced team in that group. By far. PSG know how to get knocked out, but they usually get knocked out around the quarterfinal stage. Yeah? With us, we could topple anybody we want to. On our day, we could literally blast anyone. And Anfield will be up for this. They're going to absolutely be up for this. I, I can't wait. Yeah? I have been counting down the days. I keep on thinking it's next Tuesday, Wednesday time we're going to be there. It's not. It's the week after. I'm like, fuck's sake, Harinda. Sort your life out. It's not next week. But I don't want to wait too long. I am desperate to go and see this all over again because I think we can do something magical. We can go back to the final. Why can't we? Yeah, We could do something in the league, but we need luck. We need that luck. August has been extremely lucky for us, ending in the first week, first day of September being lucky for us too. Let it carry on, please. Everybody, you know, grab your rabbit's foot, wood, you name it, whatever you want to pray to, pray to it. Let's do it. There's nothing stopping us. No, I Apart think... from the likes of Man City and other teams, but yeah, who cares about them? <laughs> no, I think, I think at the end of the day, right, the people look at the fixtures, see what it's like. So everybody's going to have the same problems, you know. It's not just we always worry about Liverpool first because it's obviously that's who we cover, that's who we're going to, um, you know, we fantasize about winning things and getting further. But the same problems we have, everybody else will have the the fixture congestion, everything. As you can see, there's no Premier League game that's easy, you know. And one of the beauties of it all is that we go, we go, we or we always go home afterwards in ta- in terms of. We're at home after every game. Yes, once you get that out, people will start saying to you, yeah, but we're away when the one before. Well, you can't win because you start moaning about being away afterwards. Otherwise, <laughs> we could be at home first and then we're away afterwards and you moan as well. So basically, you can't win. You can't win. Either way, either way, it's going to be tough. Either way. So, so just embrace it and support it and be crazy about it and not just be worried about what's going to happen. Let Jürgen worry about that. Yeah. Let Jürgen just fucking enjoy it. This is this is the most exciting set of fixtures. Yes, I mean and if you don't get excited and you fear it rather than excited about it. I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. I don't I really don't know what to say. Then Champions League is it for you, boo boo. Yeah, cuz at the end of the day, you got <laughs> Paris, you got uh, sorry, you got PSG, you got Napoli, you got City, you got Chelsea twice, you got Spurs coming up, you got all these games within the next month, and you're gonna fear it with this team, with Jurgen Klopp. If Come people on, do man. wish to be, if people do wish to be worried, Come they can on. worry about me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy uh, and it her thinking, it's time to, Where are you going now, Harinda? You know, for someone like Barjik, <laughs> for someone like Barjik, gonna be at every one of these games. Hopefully. Imagine the fun. Just imagine the... Yeah, there's nerves. Obviously, on the day of the game, we all get nerves, but before, this far away from it, you got to look forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah, my workload's going to go through the roof the next month um, for the next, you know, all the way up till Christmas now. I'm going to be thankful. You know, people are used to hate the international break. Now I love it because there's less work. 
<laughs> I'll be honest. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun when there's loads of work as well. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. But there's less work. There's no pressing stats. It's nice. So you know what? The next month's going to be, like, if we're winning as well, it's going to be even better. But you got to enjoy it and you got to be confident because at the end of the day, you've got to play these teams at some point. And you know what? If we beat them at the start, then people, the fear factor goes through. The roof. I think there's fear factor right now. That first game with Paris, I said this on Nina's show on Euro Incision. Go over there, have a listen to it. I said this on the, the pro preview afterwards with uh, with um, Eddie as well. When they come to Anfield, they're not going to know what hit them because if there's one fucking guarantee, right? I can't guarantee it for league games. No way. But I can guarantee Anfield on a European night, there's nothing fucking like it maybe Rome but there's but otherwise there's nothing fucking like it when they come they're going to be fucking shell shocked watch <laughs> I'm saying it straight Rome pre-match sitting there I'm wondering where's the noise coming from oh it's from us it was At from the us end, though, it was good right uh, they made a lot of listen. noise apparently we're the ones who stayed behind for an hour and doing good the Irani all over the place. Yeah, but that's because yeah, we, we had to. And also, what you need to because <laughs> we because yeah. because we was going to the final then they didn't. I thought I, th- I have to give credit. I mean, uh, uh, to the atmosphere for for Rome, um, certainly against Barcelona. You know, they everyone thought that they were done and dusted and finished oh, in yeah. that game. And I thought, Gags, the atmosphere was pretty fucking electric. Yeah, for yeah, sure. The, the end of it, yeah. the last was on his ass. Hey. Manalas was on his ass after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the result, result aside, they still did. This, it was good, but I think, like what I'm saying with Anfield is, it's so, it's so close to the pitch. Mm-hmm. It's not far away. It's, it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's it's intimidating, man, and I love that. I love about. That's I why that. I'm not a big fan of tracks around the stadium. I, I, no, I, I, I I'm, I'm not a fan. I love the fact that you know. Opposition that can see fans screaming, effing, and jeffing. Like, I'm sorry, that's life. It is, and, it, and it's just the way that we lift. Yeah. We can lift the team, and you can see the players giving it more. And uh, I just, you know what? I can't wait for those three teams to come to Anfield. I think, like, and also, the bigger the game, the first game up is fucking Neymar. Fucking Neymar. Can you believe it? The first game after the Champions League final is Neymar at Anfield in the Champions League. That's unbelievable. How can you not be excited? Like, we are going to make him cry. Can you imagine, can you imagine, can you imagine Neymar post-match? Like, I, Mbappe, what are they saying to me? <laughs> they kept on calling me Benjo. <laughs> or like I've been hearing with this strange bloke on the side. Benjo! <laughs> Benjo! I don't know what you were saying. But, Maybe Bobby knows. Yeah, but Nini is exciting, right? Like, that calibre of players come in. The, the rest of the team's great, too. And they'll be dangerous, but I just we've had dangerous players at Anfield before. Yeah, Man some City. of them play for Man some of them play for our team, as, Gags. Oh yeah, I'm talking about people that come to play against us. Man City's attack when they came. You do want to see some of the best players play at Anfield. I'm I'm yeah. sorry, you do. I mean, like, if there was ever an opportunity for like maybe a Barcelona and a Messi to come to Anfield, do not tell me that you would not little be a little bit excited. Oh my god, I'd be, I, I would, I would love it. You know, you know, you, you want your players to play against the best, and yeah. 
in my opinion, I think Neymar is, he is one of the best in the world. That is if he's not fucking, um, you know, um, auditioning for the diving team. Um, yeah. he is, he's, you know, he is a decent footballer. I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm more excited, but actually, no, I'm frightened about Mbappe. He's I'm, no I'm Sadio Mane. Fuck him. No, he's great. And you know what? That's the kind of test our players need. Yeah, I, I want to see my young need. boys against him because I tell you something right now. That boy is going to be Ballon d'Or winner. You know, it's been a long time since I've looked at a 19-year-old because it's been the Messi and Ronaldo show for as long as I can remember. Yeah. When I look at that 19-year-old boy, and if he keeps his head down and continues the way he is, that boy is going to be the greatest player in the world. Yeah, I'm sorry. Point. Do you know what you like saying? I'm sorry. I'm going to say to you two now. I'm sorry. I can't wait till Mbappe meets Andy Robinson. I can't wait till he meets Joe Gomez. I can't wait till he meets Virgil Van Dyke. I can't wait till he meets Terence Trent. Fucking Arnold. That's nice and stuff, but you, what you need to remember is Mbappe is a 19-year-old boy who's just won a World Cup. I'm sure he's very excited to play against us as well. I, I couldn't give a... I did indeed. I did indeed. I was so ready to swear the shit out of uh, Mbappe as well. Ah, you, you know, know what? what? I'll be honest Charlene, Charlene can sit down. That's all I'm going to say. Charlene and Mbappe can sit down. You know what? Yeah. He <laughs> might be a World Cup winner. He's got all these great things. He plays no, for no, PSG. No. He might be wanted by everybody in the world, but he's no Liverpool player. No. At the end yeah, of the day, he's my favorite He's not a my, Liverpool player, but you can. You can look at other players and say they are very good. It's quite normal. <laughs> I don't want to worry so about Mbappe. Because Ma Bafta Sara and the Dardera. He's still good. <laughs> <laughs> So he he's, he's all right. He's all right. No, come on, Pardy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put his name you can on my give, uh, You can give an opposition player a little bit more respect than I that. Said, a lot I more respect. Put, I, I, I'll be honest I, I, with you. I, I a lot put his more name respect. On my until he starts playing <laughs> for us. <laughs> you know what? I would. I, they, they, they're both fear. You know, you fear them both. Then, but I'm not going into that angle. I'm going no, into no, the angle no, where... no, I'm not going into the fear. Uh, what I'm saying is his pace is going to be devastating. I think we're a quick team as well. But, you know, people are talking about Neymar. I'm more excited and a bit more fearful of the damage that an Mbappe would do to our team. I'm just keeping yeah, it real. Yeah. If he gets the space, I'm yeah. I'm expecting them to come and hog the ball. That's what I'm expecting. We'll you, know, Ricky, you know, Ricky's yeah. mate used to go out with Cavani. I thought you said Ricky used to go out with a Cavani. Then I was like, what the fuck's no, going on here? He, he didn't. So, so someone, a mutual so family member. His friend used to go out with Cavani. I'm going to ask him, like, like, can you get the lowdown, mate? Or can you put something in his bunny? In it, my well. Put it in the bunny of Cavani. <laughs> <laughs> and then give it to the rest really, of the team. <laughs> really, I, would, I, wouldn't underrate, I wouldn't underestimate them. But what I do feel that could happen is very something, something very similar to Manchester City, you know? Mm-hmm. Where the atmosphere in, just caves them. That's yeah, Basically, the fans have got... A, not only that, our press and Our press, yeah, so our cool. speed, our press. Basically, guys, it's a combination of everything working together. The team being hot fire and the fans being no less. Like, the cop has just got... The whole stadium has got intimidate the crap out of them. And the beautiful thing is, I've been talking to Sam McGuire about this. Sam's been sending me updates every weekend after every PSG game just about the level of opposition they're playing and how much XGA they're conceding, which is the quality of shot they concede. And apparently they're conceding such high quality shots, mm. you know. So, so for us, that's a really good thing because we like to create high quality shots. And if we are able to easily create them, and they're not even playing anyone of of note yet, so if we're the first challenge 
it's going to be some challenge for them. And they're, they're going to be as respectful as we are of them. I just hope that atmosphere, that whole thing just takes it away and, and really and beats, beats the, uh, the crap out of them. But anyway, anyway, we haven't really, Bardi answered if we can do but we can. Bardi thinks we can. So I think we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. So let's do some new awards, Bardi. You can try and introduce these because you know what? You love setting these awards up. Indeed. Indeed, I do. Look, it's been ages, right? We used to have Buvaj the Chippered, you know? and Buvaj kind of either got Chippered or Chippered himself. Nobody knows yet. No one Nobody knows. knows yet. Nobody it's a knows. Secret officially, officially, he's still still part of Liverpool. He's still getting club. paid? Yeah, I don't know whether he's still getting paid or not, but yeah, he's still, he's still on the book somewhere, we think. <laughs> Might be in the basement. Ask Hazza. Uh, but... Leaving Buvach aside, we've got to rethink all this. Pepe Genagia, yeah, Mr. Linders is back. Peter is there. Peter Graviets. Both have got a piece. So the bad, the new bad award is rather simple. Who gets Peter's pistol? And before anybody gets excited, it's a water pistol. Because we're not into firing any bullets at anybody. Yeah? Abagolika. As Gabbar Khauza would say. Abagolika. So who we who are we gonna say who's getting a bagolika for my water pistol this time? Hmm, Nina, you can go first. You can uh, say their name and go a bagolika. Okay, I'm gonna say Neymar because he's been a little gobshite and he running his mouth off. Yeah, so Neymar a bagolika. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, right. t- and you know what? The boy would dive out of Paniki Bandook. I'm sure he would. <laughs> <laughs> if he got shot by a water pistol, he'd definitely dive. He would definitely pretend he got shot in the face. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is just, true. Just okay. for being an absolute gobshite and being disrespectful. May that team's made more finals. Well, since you have been at PSG, so shut up. Do yeah. one. Don't disrespect. Yeah. Baji? Yeah, tough one for me. Uh, you know, Kauza raises a good point about Neymar. A very good point about Neymar. I was thinking of Andy Gray for being the fat mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah, he was minus. Yeah, it was between yeah. them two. And then I thought, okay, maybe it shouldn't be Andy for being a fat fuck. It should be Nina Kaza for not wearing her Anfield shirt. <laughs> this camise has been in the possession. This Anfield special limited edition shirt made by Liverpool Football Club, official merchandise of Liverpool Football Club, has been with Nina Kaza since March. March, people, March. It's been six months. You six months. Six She's only months done two videos of... since March. I've only done well, two videos. And, and can I just say something? You've just like kind of like, I, I had something very special planned for it and it was going to be pretty soon. What, what does that mean? You're putting it off now? Put it this way. No, you know I'm what? still sometimes, doing it. Sometimes, but he's like... standard, sometimes standard chartered have their seeing is believing. Okay, <laughs> fine. Sometimes. fine. <laughs> I could be the, the, I could be the face of it. <laughs> you know that vision? Absolutely. If she could see, we could believe. You know what? I want to go with Andy Gray. I'm sorry. You know why? Because he's pissed me off no mm-hmm. end. Yeah. This party, yeah. And can I be honest with you? He's continuously been him and his little um, crony have continuously been little dicks about Jurgen Klopp for a very long time. It's been like a build-up of always them having pot shots of him. I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and I don't want to get personal on Andy Gray. Because, uh, sorry, on uh, Richard Keys, because we always say to people, don't go personal on these podcasts. But he should look in the mirror. 
you know, when he talks about people sometimes. But anyway. What's right. this I always read on Twitter? Sorry, I'm not keeping it personal. People think he shaves his hands. I've never looked no. at them. Yeah, but I no, he used hands. to when he st- Oh, God. So he shaves what, his hands. Ha- what happened was obviously he was the face of um, Sky Television, Sky Sports, right? I From think he was the face of Gillette. So as, he, so as he left TVAM and he went over there, he used to have really, they used to call him Wolverine or something <laughs> like that. Because of his hands. Uh, this so is educational. Start, yeah, oh yeah, proper education, this thing. Uh, listen, you get all this stuff from me because I remember all weird shit from ages ago. I love but he used to shave his hands, then he waxed his hands. I mean, then I got, in the end, I think he just got them lasered full stop. <laughs> I think I got stunned hands. Somebody else's hands, please. I, I, I have no idea. He, but you just sit there and think, oh, fucking Wally. <laughs> it's just such an idiot. But anyway, Bali, the second one, the hugs. Oh, yeah, the hugs. We've got to get rid of the hugs, guys. He seems to be fucking hugging everybody. Man, mm. all the cloppers. Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, opposite. Oh, I'll give you a hug. But Jalen Bunda. Yeah, honestly, hugs anybody. Yeah, Sanuni then, the. No. We don't get a hug. So we have to retire the hug. We've got a hug. We've got rid of the Chabed. You know, we've said to Andy Gray, Abagoli car. We've got to get rid of the, of the hugs. But selfies. Do you know what? That seems to be his new thing. He loves to give a selfie. And we're going to pay homage to the queen of them who's on this very pod. We're going for selfies now. Who deserves a selfie with the boss and why? This month. This month, Sadio Mane deserves a a selfie with the the manager for his performances and top scorer um, in the league, I believe, as well. Um, Very, very well played. And uh, a way to show the club uh, that he deserves a, a new contract. I mean, personally, I think he's he's probably already signed it. Mm-hmm. The way Liverpool work, they just delay these things. But they're waiting for a loss. Yeah, yeah, they're waiting for a loss. <laughs> I hope it's not in the next month. Let's put it that way. I don't mind it waiting till uh, till the end of the season. To be fair, <laughs> we don't lose the whole way. But yeah, he, mm-hmm. I, I'd like uh, I like Sadio. And there's a video. I've only seen a little short clip of it on um, on Instagram at the moment. In terms of him and Salah having a bit of a uh, best friend thing, kind of know each other thing, and I, I, I urge everyone to go watch that. It looks funny. He's really funny in the videos. Mane is. He's so funny. The, the 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 video last year, the carpool thing. Oh man, just made me laugh out loud the way he, he, he's on that. So yeah, let's give it to Mane for just being awesome and funny. <laughs> I, I love that shout. I'm going to say Andy Robertson because a few years ago he was unemployed. He tweeted that being oh. his age and not having a job sucks. Um, he let he, uh, Celtic let him go. His football career looked over. He was relegated with Hull City. He then came to Liverpool. He made the left-back position his own, made the Champions League final, and now he is captaining Scotland. Um, if there was ever a Rocky Balboa story in football, it is Andy Robertson. And um, I know Jurgen Klopp is a huge fan of the Rocky films. So for those reasons, I mean, I know um, Sadio Mane has had the better month, but for all them reasons and what he's achieved, I mean, I think it's just a massive inspiration. And I, and he seems like such a lovely lad as well. And he's, we've given it to a shit Andy. We've shot a shit Andy and I want to big up a good Andy. And a Scott as well. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm changing mine to Andy Robertson as well. Paji, you'll go. She nailed that, I think. She did indeed. See, I was here ready to fight the good fight about Colin Kaepernick. Because watching that ad, mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking of all the possibilities, all things we say can't happen because we made that limitation. But leaving Nike aside, it's a massive, powerful message for anyone that they can succeed. You know, I'd want Liverpool to do it. I'd want all our kids to do it. I'd want my children to do it. I want them to just go ahead and do it, you know, and not have this fear, not have this inhibition that they cannot succeed, they cannot achieve because of all the things that are put in their way to say to them, no, you can't. Yes, you can. Nothing stops anybody apart from themselves and, and the capability what, and desire to do something. And, and the rubber and the rubber fantastically thing, yeah. with Andy yeah. Robertson, doesn't it, does, it really? It it's got to go to really Andy well. Robbo. Uh, shout out to the lads who said way back when we knew that Dundee, the orange Dundee, not the blue Dundee, which is, I think, Dundee United, that Andy Robertson would come good. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Andy Robertson gets the selfie with Klopp this week. And from and Andy, Andy Robbo! Right, okay. I think it's a good place to leave it once Baji sang. He's got it out of his <laughs> any plugs for for uh, this week, folks. Baji, any plugs? Yes, I would love to plug AITV. Because even I am very excited for for those who, who apparently good things come to those who wait. So I'm waiting. It's coming, it's coming. And I am going to do a video pretty soon, pretty sharp. And the shirt will be on. I will even fucking stand up and show the people my football couture, darlings. Indeed, because you're too <laughs> shit scared to wear it to Anfield itself. She won't, she won't wear it to Anfield. But Nen, no. what have you got to plug? Um, Anfield Index for my part. Anfield Index TV for my part. Please subscribe, please. Um, it's I'm trying please, to please, please, please. You get free eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and gags. I'm gonna leave you with um with some amazing pro stuff to um uh, plug. Yeah, the normal stuff on Pro is all there. Go and check out um, AI Pro. It's our premium content. It's getting unbelievable reviews for people that come and join. They don't go anywhere. They love it, and they've they've given us some superb feedback. You also now get forty eight hours. You are the first people to get the King and AI pod. There's another one coming um, early next week, so make sure you come and listen to King Kenny on AI Pro. And it's you know if you want to take if you want to be one of those that gets it early, fair enough. Otherwise, you can wait because it's also going to be on the free side after forty eight hours. Now, the whole point of this is. That um, you know, you raise we raise awareness for the Marina Dalglish appeal, but not only that, we try and raise you know funds as much as we can, and uh, the very kind subscribers, contributors of AI and AI Pro, have already been donating, and um, really really appreciate it. Um, for those of you that have listened in, I haven't. Please do try. Obviously, everybody's situation is different. We totally respect that. Even a pound each would be great. Um, Kenny will do these pods as long as you know, as long as we, as long as he can, uh, and he's doing it all for for the Marina Dog Leash Appeal. So um, a great, a great cause, all for cancer. Go and check out their their website if you do want to donate. Anfieldindex.com forward slash MDA. They'll forward you straight to their Just Giving page, so you don't have to remember anything. Anfieldindex.com forward slash MDA. Donate, get the content as well, and remember, if you're not on AI Pro, it doesn't matter. The, the King and AI podcast will be free as well. So everyone gets to listen to the King, everyone. But please be kind, um, like he is, 
with his time uh, to donate for the for the great cause. And that, I think, is the perfect place to end this podcast, this Desi podcast. We'll be back very, very soon. Thank you very much, Baji, for your hard work. And thank you, Nina, for being crazy and the edit as well. And uh, as far as um, we go, when we come back on this pod, let's hope we've won every single fucking game. See you then. Podcast Network.